1: We're now entering a critical thinking zone, so thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins, and it's time for Critical Thinking. Pat, happy Truth or Fiction Tuesday to you. How are things in Utah? Cold. Mm. very cold yeah not enjoying it we're all getting hit with that arctic blast right now and it's been fun although it is warming up today here in chicago only to go right back down on wednesday and thursday so it's been fun especially when you have 50 year old windows in your uh, place
0: and um they just like to ice over all the time see see part of me wishes i could move to california specifically like the san diego area where it's you know warm all year round and nice weather pretty much all year round but then i realized california is absolutely crazy and their politics are crazy and then it's also stupid expensive to live there yeah so i i uh not doing it no uh uh-uh shocked Mm -hmm. i'm
1: I'm shocked Mm -hmm. yeah i know i know you are don't california my texas bro Just don't. By the way, have you seen those videos of liberals, like, literally trying to figure out states to ruin? No. Yeah, they they literally are trying to get... So, there's the free state movement, right, within libertarian circles where they're um, looking to make small communities in New Hampshire very libertarian in nature, right? We have that movement. But there's Mm -hmm. a difference between that and... I need to escape a place where I live because I hate paying for the things that I actually am a proponent of. So I'm going to move to a state where I don't have to do that, but I'm going to make sure that I turn all of the policies of that state to the policies that I fled in the first place. I mean, there's videos out there on TikTok and YouTube of literal like, leftists talking about how they're moving to Texas or they're moving to Georgia or they're moving here, not because they want to live there, but because it's some master plan of theirs to flip these states so that they get a super majority in the country. Because if, you, if, if the left does win Texas and consistently wins Texas, it's over nationally
0: you yeah, might you're you're right,
1: yeah, I mean, it is overt there there's no path unless we did what they're doing to Texas to California Pat
0: um I don't uh California is like its own country um as of right now in terms of because like the the politics are just so.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: maybe that's a good truth or fiction
1: question for later, and maybe we'll talk about that later. But folks, before we get into the bulk of truth or fiction, do not forget, you can subscribe to our Rumble page. You can see this show starting at noon Eastern time every single Monday through Friday. Of course, it's also available via podcast, and it airs on Mojo 50 Radio starting at 5 p.m. Eastern time. But you can go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking, hit the subscribe button, 51 of you so far have, we're halfway to our goal of 100, so let's get there first, and then we've got a big goal of getting to 500 next, those are the, the two big goals that we want to hit here in 2022, so again, rubble.com backslash critical thinking, it's that simple, go there, subscribe, you get this show, you don't have to pay any money, you don't have to do anything other than watch, and, uh, and enjoy. With that having been said, you can always follow us on social media. I am at The Coppin Show. Now on Getter, by the way, if you're into uh, alternative social media, I intend Getter to be what Parler was supposed to be for me, and that's really a place to have open and honest discussion and talk about data and statistics, things that will get you in trouble on Twitter, that will get you in trouble on Facebook, and um, so, yeah. That's where I would suggest going, going together or going and checking out um, my Twitter page, because we're still pretty active there. Um, now, having said that, you can always follow Pat at the Pat Oni Show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and uh, wherever else you would like.
0: Uh, not so much parlor anymore. I don't really even use Parlor. It it's it's kind of dead to me. Mm. When when the whole like app store thing happened and they're not even on Android anymore. If, mm-hmm. if I can't use them from a mobile standpoint, it, it, it might as well be good and, and to that's
1: me. the problem that I'm having with Getter right now is that as mm-hmm. of this weekend when Joe Rogan went there, their app just can't handle the the bandwidth right mm-hmm. now. Like it literally just pulls up as a blank screen so you have to use the the website, which is kind of kind of ridiculous. but um, you know being a newer company, I'm going to give them a little bit of time to get that corrected. And if not.
0: See, I think I'm going to wait for them to get that corrected before I join, because I don't want it to turn into another parlor for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Excuse me while I drink from championship mugs. Uh,
0: what, what 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 kind of mug is that?
1: Um, This would be a uh, Wisconsin Badger mug. You see um, last night they exercised the demon. In what? In in basketball, Pat. You you didn't see the big win? They beat the number three team in the nation, Purdue, Uh in Mackey Arena. The fifth time in program history. That's right. They've only won now five times in Mackey Arena.
0: How long has Mackey Arena been around?
1: Over 50 years. Ooh. Um, So... It's been a house of horrors, even for the best of Badger programs. And so,
0: yeah. So, so you beat the number three team in the country. Correct. Yep. That's cute. Yeah, and you beat the number one me, team in the country. Call me when you beat the number one team.
1: Yeah. Named Duke? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And where did you do
0: that on? We did that in Value City Arena in mm-hmm. Columbus. At
1: home. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did that on the road in conference pat oh hey i'm just saying pat i mean a program defining type of a victory there for the season at least we'll see what happens i mean we
0: we get you what nine days from now somewhere in there something like yeah by the way um didn't didn't we beat you guys yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah you're one of our two losses on the season yeah Mm -hmm. and where did that game take place also in Value City Arena in Columbus. <laughs> Congrats for winning at home in the Big Ten.
0: Wait, hey, we're we're still we still we still got a pretty decent road win the other night.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But road wins in the Big Ten are hard to come by anyway. But I'm just saying, I'm 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 basking in the glory of that. And Johnny Johnny Davis, Jonathan Davis. If you don't know who this guy is, if you are a college basketball fan, I suggest you get hip to his game. <clears throat> 37 points, 15 rebounds last night in the victory. Without him, Wisconsin does not win that game. 74-69 on the road. Nobody led by more than seven seven points. It was absolutely incredible to watch that game. Um, So I'm basking in the glory of something that is so rare that it's only happened, I think, twice or three times in my life. (laughs) Us winning at Mackey Arena. It just
0: does not happen. I will say this though I, I I do still think Purdue is probably the best team in the country right now. Oh, that front court, that one-two punch with mm-hmm. Eddie and um, um, what's his name uh, coming off the bench there? Woo! Yep, I don't I don't think anyone's going to win the conference other than Purdue. But I mean, we'll Michigan see. State uh, Purdue's got two losses already in conference. Yeah, well, the, the, the
1: Rutgers one was a fluke. Mm-hmm. That was just that was a fluke again game. on the road, by the way. Yeah. In the former rack, I forget what they call it now, but I think they sold naming rights to it. But it used to be just be called the rack
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: because you know Rutgers took basketball so seriously that they played at the recreations and athletic center. Anywho, but yeah. um, let's move forward because I'm sure people are sick and tired of us leading off with sports, but folks, I am just so sick and tired of the news of the day. But Pat. I'm going to leave you with the first truth or fiction statement of 2022. Oh boy, no
0: pressure. Okay, go ahead. Lay that oh, statement you want, on me. You immediately. Uh-huh. Th- okay, gotcha. So, truth or fiction? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, America is a republic, right? <laughs> allegedly yeah right so so if if america is and you know the famous saying um that uh well, we, we are a republic if we can keep it to paraphrase
1: yeah the the alleged famous saying yes there's mm. literally no proof that that ever came How out ever of actually mouth said, of yeah.
0: benjamin franklin but sure mm. mm-hmm. all right so uh here's here's my truth or fiction for you as americans we can keep our republic. <coughs> Truth or fiction?
1: Truth. But it's hanging on by a thin thread. Ky. So, because we do have the power to keep our republic if we want to. Right? There's nothing that's stopping us from keeping the republic. However, the tricky part here is that we have to realize that liberty, which is the cornerstone of the republic, it is literally the foundational principle of the republic. And you know that because it exists within the first two paragraphs of the Declaration of Independence. It exists within the first preamble of the Constitution, right? It, it It is embodied and literally written into the documents that 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 bind us together allegedly. And I say bind us together allegedly because I'm talking about the binding together part. okay? So my point is that it is hanging on by a thin thread because liberty is hanging on by a thin thread. We don't know. If America as a republic will stand, right? We don't know that. But it can if we become active participants in liberty. And this is a concept that we could wax poetic on for a very long time if we wanted to here. In fact, we could do an entire week talking about this. But should I let the cat out of the bag as to where we're going with our our book here in 2022, Pat?
0: I would say not yet.
1: Okay. All right. So then I won't go this direction. But I will say this. As we've done our research on the book and and had time to think through some of the things that that we want to discuss, it has become very clear to me that... Liberty is not just a concept, it's an action. And we are not an active body when it comes to liberty anymore. We just believe that institutions like the Supreme Court, like Congress and the Senate, or like your state house, are just going to continue down this road of republicanism forever's right we we just we have become lazy participants in liberty and i would argue that that's the reason we are hanging by a very thin thread here because it's also interesting when you do your research as to why people believe that socialism at about a 60 to 40 split here is a better system Because they've been taught that, right? They have been taught that on every level and in every institution. You see it on your TV screen all the time. And it may not be active socialism, but it's socialists using programming to devalue liberty, to devalue traditional family values, to devalue capitalism. To show evil capitalists, right? To show evil this, to show evil that. And some of that does exist in our world. You can't turn a blind eye to that. But they do turn a blind eye to the evil that is socialism. To the hundred million plus people that have been alleged to have been murdered at the behest of socialists in the 21st century. In the 20th century, excuse me. So when I take a look at that, and I take a look at the fact that we see the institutions teaching socialism in our education system, not as a function of this is what it is, but that it is an advantageous system. When I see... Our institutions culturally devaluing liberty and, in fact, making it seem as if liberty is a negative principle? You have to wonder, are we capable of keeping a republic? I would argue we are a republican name only right now because we see crony capitalism at the very top of our system. We see, I would argue, an oligarchy at play here because it's a system that is set up not for people to be able to climb the rungs of the ladder to success anymore because the people who did climb those rungs of success have now gotten the levers of control over not just economics, government, culture, and education. And now land, by the way, Pat, when we talk about what's going on with um, Bill Gates and his cronies, right, when we talk about BlackRock buying up whole neighborhoods and inflating prices. Now, the only good thing there is that you on the ownership side get an inflated price, allegedly, to, to sell. But that's not always the case. A lot of times what they're doing is they're buying up that neighborhood at a devalued amount and then just simply reselling it because they control the marketplace. And so we're seeing a republic not working the way that it should. So I can see both sides of the argument here, but you ask me if we can keep it, and my Argument there is that yes, we can keep it if we are active in not just promoting liberty or understanding the concept of liberty, but actively doing liberty every single day in our own lives. Be the only way that we have gotten away from liberty is not that there's examples of other systems out there, right Pat? It's not because of that. It's because they showed the example within their own lives. Have lived that other example and are actively promoting the examples that they set. Do we do do we do that on the liberty side? No, we think that because the system is set up to have allegedly promoted liberty from the get-go, that it always will. And that's not the case. It is up to us to keep the republic if we want to. But we have to be honest with ourselves that we are in a fight to keep the republic. And at a base level, I don't see anybody actually actively fighting that fight maybe with ourselves and two or three other shows um, that I can think of that are active in promoting liberty. Not promoting right-wing conservatism, not promoting the populism of Donald Trump or MAGA forever. That is not liberty. Liberty. Liberty promotion is done on only a couple of shows. I would argue Joe Rogan is a great example of liberty promotion. And I would also argue our show and Steve Dace's show. I think those are the only three shows that really promote active liberty in American life. Rogan is a fine example of liberty because he has people from all stripes that think differently, that act differently, but he promotes liberty in the conversations that he has. So again, I come back to this concept. Can we keep the republic? Yes, but we we have to be much more active participants in our liberty, active in civics, active in culture, active in all other aspects. We can't sit idly by anymore. And I think the education battle of 2021 was the greatest example of that. We became active participants in Liberty in school districts across this country, and look what happened. By and large, Liberty and its principles won. There are examples where it didn't win, but the majority was a victory for Liberty. You took back school boards. You took back curriculum. You took back your children, and if they didn't want to listen to you, a lot of you, a whole hell of a lot of you, took back the liberty of educating your own children. That's where I come down with that. What what do what do you say about the concept of, we can keep
0: our republic? I mean, I, I think I agree with at least the vast majority of what you said. Um, I, I think for me, I, I believe this can be truth. But I think right now, at least on some level, it's fiction. Um, And and the reason why I'm going to say this is because I think the vast majority, and I think you and I are in the minority. I think people like Steve Dace are in the minority. mm mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Even Joe Rogan would be considered in the minority, but I think the vast majority of the American people don't care. Um, they, they don't care, or at least they don't care enough to be active participants at the level that they need to be to be able to preserve a republic and to be able to preserve their own individual liberty. <clears throat> um, case in point, COVID-19. Um, the vast majority of people are wanted some sort of regulation from government rather than making their (laughs) own decisions based upon their own healthcare needs. um, They they wanted some sort of regulation and protection from this virus. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Now there are small factions like uh, Eric Moussos and, and, um, some other groups around the country that have been actively promoting liberty and, and holding rallies and holding events to promote liberty and to promote the, um, the what, what's actually really going on in government and what they're really doing um, with these regulations and things like that and, and how it's detrimental to our society as, as, as Americans. Um, but, you know, they're, they're small factions. They're, they're, they're not a majority of people. And I think, you know, this kind of calls back to our conversation yesterday of Sons of Liberty and, and others that were, you know, um, liberty minded people were a very small group of people in the colonies back during the Revolutionary War. I mean, they were not the majority. So I think if we want to keep our republic, I mean, we need a, a renaissance, if you will. Um, a revival, so to speak. Uh, uh, another great awakening to our, our liberty, what it means. And, and ask ourselves, what would we do without it? What would we do without our, our liberty? What would we do without a republic? Can anyone answer that question?
1: And, and I would also propose the, the yang to that ying, if you will. And that is, what would you do with your liberty? Fair. Because what we have seen our country do with its liberty over the last hundred plus years is take it for granted. And squander it. Mm-hmm. By and large, that's what we have done. So it's going to be a long slog if we want to have that fight. And um, I just think that we have to be careful to not assume that people won't awake or won't get awoken, if you will. And we are back here. If you're listening on Mojo 50 Radio, if you're watching, well, uh, we we were just right back, right, right back with you. There's there's no break. So, um, and if you're listening via podcast, thank you so much for promoting and uh, looking at the sponsors of our program. Uh, we really appreciate all of that. Uh, but before we get into the rest of truth or fiction, I think it's now a great time to take a break. See if we can go two for two to start the year. On the B or not the bee.
0: All right, Pat, are you ready for today's headline? I'm about as ready as Joe Biden to buy a pound of beef. Cost
1: you $6 now. Oh, darn it. <laughs> All right. So today's headline... Fauci, we had a collaboration with some Chinese com, I mean, uh, Chinese scientists. Fauci, we had a collaboration with some Chinese com, uh, Chinese scientists. Is that the bee or not the bee? And while you ponder that question, Pat, folks, I think you should ponder our fine friends at American Pride Roasters. I absolutely love these guys. Um, They do great, great work. And more importantly, they support the hell out of this show. So we greatly appreciate uh, DMX and DM and Tim and, and everybody. Speaking of which, uh, Tim can use some prayers right now. Um, so uh, please send it his direction. But um, all of that aside, they have some great products. So go to American Pride Roasters. I love the Reagan, uh, Doc's Bacon Blast, um, the Burr Hamilton is great as well. But uh, check them out. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee and a historically great sponsor of this program. Now, do you need the headline one more time?
0: No, I don't. Okay. Why not? Well, because I have a confession here. Oh, no. You see, I was uh, scrolling in my Facebook feed last night. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, this story happened to come up. So, and I actually saved it for tomorrow for my be or not the be. So I actually know that this is not the be. You are correct. This is not
1: the be. And uh, here's what the hell we're talking about. Because
0: uh, COVID-1 clearly originated in China, and we were fortunate to escape a major pandemic. So we really had to learn a lot more about the viruses that were there, about whether or not people were getting infected with bad viruses. So in a very minor collaboration as part of a subcontract of a grant, we had a collaboration with some Chinese com- uh, Chinese uh, scientists. and And what he conflated that is that, therefore, we were involved in creating the virus, which is the most ridiculous, majestic leap I've ever heard of. Oh <laughs> but, but but Andrew, but Andrew Fauci deserves respect. I mean, I mean he is more credible and more trustworthy and more respectful than those of like Cruz and Rand Paul and uh Mike Lee and Glenn Beck of the world, you know, like like he's he deserves yeah, no. respect. No. No he doesn't.
1: he didn't uh, deserve respect all the way back to uh, the AIDS epidemic no go look that up folks just go look it up but uh, that notwithstanding talk about the uh, quiet part out loud a little bit yeah and also who is he referring to he's got to be referring to Rand Paul right in his assertion that uh, the Chinese government i mean communists i mean uh scientists uh-huh. um we in collaboration with us and we created the virus that's the allegation that ram paul's made in the past uh-huh. and i'm pretty sure that has been made not out of whole cloth but out of connecting the dots of the funding that went through, the type of research that was being asked to be done with that funding, and how this very virus could have actually gotten into the public. Because what we do know now is that this virus was not passed from animal to human. It has been passed from human to animal. How did that happen? Did, did it just magically appear in human form? Just out of whole cloth? Just, you know, um, all of you leprechauns. Um, just magically uh, create SARS-CoV-2. No,
0: no, no, no. This is don't don't loop leprechauns into this. Why not? What happened was somebody got a hold of Fauci's lamp, gave it a little rub. Whoa, 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 whoa!
1: I don't ever want to hear those words come out of your mouth again.
0: You sick,
1: <laughs> sick man.
0: <nine. laughs> And then they they had three wishes, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody somewhere made some wishes, and and here we are.
1: Um, Were those three individuals Chinese? Kami, I mean, scientists? Yeah, good. Yeah, probably. Probably, good chance. Because every piece of actual evidence, you know, actual detective work, actual data, science, every piece of the puzzle that we've been able to put together points directly to what Rand Paul has alleged to be true. There isn't a single solitary bit of evidence to suggest that this didn't leak from the lab in Wuhan, China. And if it did leak from the lab in Wuhan, China, how the hell did it happen if it didn't first exist in animals? Which we know to be the truth because it has now jumped from humans to animals. I don't have a good answer for you here. I- explain it. Explain to me how that's possible. Therefore. The most probable explanation for this is that they were doing gain-of-function research and trying to create viruses, Um, and somebody got it. Somebody got SARS-CoV-2 and got sick, and didn't realize it was a contagious virus. I am not saying that it wasn't an accident, right? I'm not saying that it didn't leak from the lab. But what the question should now be is, if it leaked from the lab, how in the hell was it created? Because hey, the assumption has been that it was from a wet market or that like it passed from bats to humans in a lab, and that's not true. How do we know this? Because if it existed in bats, it would have existed in other animals before humans, okay? It would have passed amongst an animal population, then jumped to humans. But what we see from the scientific evidence for the third time is that it has jumped from humans to animals.
0: I think the other question we need to ask you, too, is why? why if if they created this why what was why why create something like this and what was
1: they 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 told us in the um in the uh proposal for grant pat because what they want to do is be able to understand how these viruses are created so that they can try to reverse engineer these viruses and protect us against them going forward right If they know how it's created, right, the idea of gain of function is to understand how they are created, how they mutate, how quickly they mutate, all of that sort of stuff, which is ironic considering all the mutation that we're seeing in SARS-CoV-2 right now. But um, they literally told us exactly why. Now, that is such a dangerous slope to go down. It is such a An astronomically dangerous thing, because the other thing that they wanted to do was to create these viruses, introduce them into the bat populations in China, and watch what happens. They literally were going to aerosolize the virus, which, by the way, Pat, is exactly how this virus is passed. This isn't like the flu in that regard. The flu is not an aerosol virus. Most people don't know that. Most people don't know that um, you can't get the flu just by speaking to somebody. It's not like that. The flu is different than SARS-CoV-2 in that respect. It's also different in, in how it reacts to your body, but hey, that's neither here nor there. The whole point of this is that this was insane to begin with, And the people that were involved in that grant proposal are the ones that were the scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Rand Paul has not just connected some random whack job InfoWars bullcrap together. He has followed the science. He has followed the data, the paper trail. All of it is there for you to see. This isn't some wild conspiracy theory. This is the reality. And the people who are behind it should all be in jail right now. All of them for crimes against humanity. This There is no bigger crime against humanity than the, what, 850,000 people who have died from this? Needlessly, because you decided to play around in a stupid lab Thinking you can play God. And we have talked about that time and again, Pat. This God complex that scientists, that socialists, that uh, people in government think they have. They they think they can play God. They can't. They will never be able to. And we're seeing it in the reactions to uh, what's going on with um, Omicron, right? Omicron. We're seeing it because we see them just continued further and further down lockdown. Oh, wait, that has never worked. We can see it with the mask mandates, the VAX mandates, the vaccine passports, right? I have a truth or fiction for you, Pat, based off of that. Okay. Truth or fiction, the rest of the world gets freedom more than America.
0: Ooh, that's, that's, uh, <sighs> see, I, I feel like you're, you're, you're trying to, to stump me on this one. And I feel like you're almost trying to get me to go with both because In a sense, I think it could be. I think it could be both truth and fiction, because I think it's going to depend on where in the world. Okay. uh, Because I think there are going to be some places that do understand freedom more than we do. And I'm going to say that there are going to be other places that don't, i.e. New Zealand, Australia. Okay. Um, So I would say both truth and fiction. I think it's going to depend on where in the world. Um and I also think like when it comes to these COVID restrictions mandates what have you Um there might be some other places in the world that will open up and free themselves of all these crappy mandates before we do but I think that all there will also be a lot of places that don't
1: Okay then let me put it to you this way The rest of the world is willing to fight for their freedom more than Americans
0: fiction Hmm. and i'm going to tell you why okay we've seen we've seen um rallies and protests in places like italy and even in australia and some places like that too where the restrictions are far worse than here we've seen it i believe i believe even canada's even had some right
1: yeah, look at Montreal
0: this past weekend,
1: right? Uh-huh. You're going to get a forty-seven hundred dollar fine if you were out right. past curfew at ten p.m. on New Year's Eve.
0: Right. So, so you have places in the world that are, that are doing these active protests and marches and and defying their government orders on these mandates, which is which is great to see. But the reason why I say that this is fiction is because in how many of those places have things changed?
1: Okay, that's a valid point. I'm not going to deny that. I would say this is truth. Okay. We see very, very small protests in New York City. We see very, very small protests here in Chicago. Hell, I don't even know if one has actually happened. Yesterday, began our... Official vaccine passport situation here, right? You can't go to a place of entertainment in the city of Chicago, in the county either, um, without proof of vaccination. Has anybody really been protesting? No. Naples, Italy this past weekend, Pat. What did the mayor of Naples um, do on Friday? What, what was his thing he was banning fireworks in the city you cannot and we're not going to do a, an official fireworks show because we don't want crowds gathering and yada 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 right so they ban fireworks <clears throat> i don't know if you've seen the video on uh on twitter i don't want to play it here because this is also a podcast and it's very difficult to understand what the heck you're actually listening to the entire city lit up in fireworks in defiance. The entire city, little tiny neighborhoods in Naples, just you could you could see as far into the city as humanly possible because the entire city said bleep you and lit off fireworks. You've seen protests in Austria. You've seen the protests in Germany. In fact, in Germany, um They are openly defying their government right now. In Australia, in Melbourne, you're seeing it, right? And yes, you're seeing the the apparatus of government. Yes, you are seeing the apparatus of the police states, right? Continue with their lockdowns, with their internment camps like they have in Australia. Um, with their forced vaccinations and, and all of those things, right? We're seeing all of those things. But my question was, are they willing to fight for their freedom more than we are? And I would argue that in the places that are the most locked down here in America, right, we're not fighting for freedom in any way, shape, or form. Sure, there are many protests here and there. I mean, you saw the the people being arrested in, was it Wendy's and Applebee's or Chick-fil-A or Chipotle and Applebee's or whatever in New York City, right? You've seen those little mini protests, but have you seen hundreds of thousands of people? No. Have you seen them just just all show up to restaurants in mass? No. Have you seen the restaurants say, bleep you, we're not doing this? No. And so even here in my city, This is how I have become an active participant in my liberty, okay? I want to give an example of this. Because here in my city, if you are not vaccinated, you can't go to a restaurant. You can't show up to an entertainment. You can't go to a a Bulls game, a Blackhawks game, whatever. You can't go to the theater. You can't go anywhere, basically, that is an entertainment indoor venue, okay? Can't do it. So, here's my active participation in my own liberty. If you want to play that game, I'm going to hurt you, the business, that is an active participant in this because I ain't spending a dime at any of your businesses. Not a dime of my money will be spent there. I will not go to a restaurant. I will not order from a restaurant. I will not do anything with any business that is not in active defiance of this bullcrap. Just that simple. It doesn't matter that you're a mom and pop shop, It doesn't matter because you have chosen the side of anti-liberty. Now, if you as a business make that decision on your own, I would argue that maybe, okay, cool. But then I have the decision, right, in a liberty sense to do what with that information? Choose not to or to participate in your business. I get to make that choice based off of the rules that you have set. And I use this example all the time with people, Pat, when they talk about, well, what about segregation? Here's my argument with that. If you are an openly racist business, right? Openly and actively racist as a business. I am not spending a single solitary dime of my money at your business, and nobody else should. You're going to go out of business faster than you know how if you're not coming correct. Now, for those of us who would like to live in an open society, then I get to make a choice, right? I get to make a choice as to the businesses that I would like to participate in, right? But you are openly and actively participating in government's tyranny. My liberty response to that is, then you don't get my money. Until you become an active, defiant part of this. Now, are there some businesses that I know of here in the city that are actively in defiance of this? Absolutely. And they will get my money. But that's my point in all of this is that where is the mass part of this, right? In Italy and in France and in Germany and Austria, Australia, Singapore, all over the globe, we see mass protests. We see hundreds of thousands of people in major cities all across this globe, actively defiant against government regulation. We don't see that here at all. We just don't. And so I would argue they're willing to pay a price. They're willing to be active in their defiance of government. Does that mean that change has happened? No. But does change happen overnight? No. I mean, you take a look at all of, I mean, take a look at segregation, right? It took what, 60, 70, almost 100 years? True. For that to go away.
0: Yeah, and that, that's a fair point. I, I would also point out this though, um, because I think you're I think you're right in in terms of there haven't been necessarily the mass protests that we've seen in other parts of the world here in America. However, if you if you look at this from a state level, and I'm just gonna kinda tout my own horn here for a second, um in the state of Utah, yeah, our friend Eric Moonzos has led Many protests, many rallies with around the state in in protest of COVID. I mean, they had the first concert, right, right, um, right, in the, in the pandemic. If you remember that, um, right. and and with Colin Ray, so and they they found ways. They defied government orders, and they defied. They did a lot of things. I mm-hmm. mean, he was ready to go to jail at one point for for doing what he right. was doing.
1: But that is the and, vast minority of what's been going on here.
0: Right, right. I mean, it, and it is, and so so. The, but the cool part is. Because that he has done all of that, and, and he's not necessarily the only one that would get credit for this, but our governor now cannot shut down and cannot do just flat-out mandates anymore. He can't. He doesn't have the power to do that. Legislate. Right, right. Legislature taking care of that.
1: Right, right exactly. And, and I think that's the case in Wisconsin and some other states that have taken back their rightful place in the constitutional parts of the state, right? When we right. talk about how every state is put together, every state is different. Every state's constitution is different. Everything like that. But my my larger point being this: who's willing to actually actively fight? And I would argue it ain't America, by yeah, and large.
0: That They're, that I actually would say is truth, though.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I get the other side of this is that we'll isn't fighting making sure that government can't do this in the state level, can't do that. You're correct. But how many of those states locked down? How many of those states mask mandated? How many of those states did all of those things that necessitated your action? Right? A lot of those and, are red states too. Yeah. Alabama, a great example, right? Kay Bailey Texas Hutchinson, was another one. Arkansas, mm-hmm. um, even Indiana now. Even Indiana's governor is becoming insane. Um, you see it at Purdue with Mitch Daniels, right, um, being the the head of or the president of Purdue and all those things. But uh, do you have another truth or fiction here for me? A quick one.
0: Yeah, this is a quick one. I think that uh, will we'll, might start up a little controversy. Uh, truth or fiction? Um, Betty White's death has been over-publicized.
1: Um fiction. KY. Because she is and does represent um a lot of the good of America. She's a representative of female empowerment, if you will, right? She is a great example of that. And and what it means to to be empowered. Um, She didn't put up with crap. She was probably, arguably, one of the best comedic actresses of all time. She openly defied um, people. People forget about this. When she brought on, um, uh, what was his name? Um, She brought on a a black individual to the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show. She openly defied Um, the producers to do so. Um, She had a, I don't give a bleep attitude to life. And she openly lived it. She lived life. She was an American original. Just like Mary Tyler Moore, American original. Just like John Madden, an American original. These, These people showed us how to be an individual, but also still be caring, kind, um, and not take life seriously all the time. So I don't know if you can over publicize this or maybe overstate her impact. I really don't think so because there are two, if not three, generations of people who know of Betty White. There's the generation that grew up on Mary Tyler Moore. There's the generation that grew up with the Golden Girls, right? And then there's the generation who grew up with Betty White being that that um, comedic old person, right? And still active, kind of like that super grandma, right? Hey, grandmas can be cool too, or great grandma can be cool too, right? So when I take a look at that, I, I don't, I just. Don't think that you could over publicize this. I just don't think so. We lost an American original.
0: We did. What with that, Pat? Your final thoughts? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, friends.
1: Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind as always. Matthew Five Forty Seven.